Welcome back, guys, to Four Wins in June. Let's just get right into it with the last night's games we had. Yeah, it was a good night in the association. A couple good games here and there with a couple great performances. Um, the first game of the night was the the Bucks facing the Pistons. Obviously, we all knew the Bucks were probably going to blow them out because the Pistons got Kate Cunningham. Uh, we're more focused on next year than right now. But Giannis started that game hot. First game back from injury. Chris Middleton's back from injury. He dropped 20 in the first quarter, and they were able to kind of coast from there, dropping 150 points in regulation, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, that is crazy. And Giannis looked at back into his rotation, you know, after the injury for him and Middleton. Hopefully, he can start to continue to play more. I think mm -hmm. that's key for the Bucks right now because yeah. they kind of were relying on Joe Ingles before that, and you know when that happens, yeah. that's not that good. I mean, Drew Holiday won Player of the Week last week for his good performance while they were out. So we gotta give our flowers to Drew. He's been playing really well lately. Um, but after that, we have the Celtics Magic, which sadly the Celtics nine-game winning streak comes to an end against the Magic, who apparently is the best team in the NBA, and the Celtics can never beat them. But apparently. you know, we have lots of injuries. We had Smart, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, and Rob Williams were all out last night. So. But that's no excuse. We saw Tatum and Brown. We should have won that game. But the Magic, they they play with a lot of energy. And when they play good teams, they kind of play with a swagger yeah. um, that they don't usually see. You don't get a C. But it was really, honestly, fun watching them. You have to give props to the Magic. They played really well. Cole Anthony came out with a lot of energy in the first quarter to kind of build up that lead and set the, set the tone for the game. Um, I'm telling you, honestly, long term, it's kind of a good thing the Celtics lost to them because if the – if the Magic get Victor Webanyama, they might run the league for the next five years. Paolo plus Victor, that's a scary thought. And the other bigs that they have, right? Isaac and Mo Bamba. Yeah. Even though he's like on the trade block, but yeah. it was good to see Isaac come back after his what two years of not playing. Almost three years. Three years. Yeah, that's since like the bubble. Yeah, and so. he was like he had potential as a rookie, and he was pretty good that mm -hmm. rookie season in, what, 2017, 18? Yeah, something like that. He had talks about him being Defensive Player of the Year, talks about him being an All-Star before the injuries, so it was great to see him. He went to work in only 10 minutes, so yeah, I'm excited to see him get some more minutes. Yeah, but him, him and Bull Bull, they're, they're bigs, Branchero, they're a dangerous team in the future mm -hmm. for sure. They're rookies right now, but they'll keep playing together, and like you said, they kind of show up against good competition because yeah. the Celtics and the Warriors have both lost to them yeah. a lot recently. <laughs> we just got to make sure they don't get Victor, man. Yeah. That's all that important matters. They can't get another big, especially the best one. Yeah. Um, we also have, this week is pretty cool, NBA Rivalry Week. Uh, it's long anticipated the first time they've done it. Yeah, it's uh, I love this idea. I've actually thought about the M they should do it for a while now because Rivalries are something that's so cool in sports. Like you could look forward to it. Like even when the two teams suck, if there's bad blood be between the fans, it's always a good game. Yeah. So like even when the Lakers and Celtics are both going through like their hard years, everyone knew Lakers v Celtics was a game to watch mm -hmm. because you always have fun watching those games. That's true. And some of the the rivalries are kind of questionable that they put out here. Like I can just name one: the Warriors and Raptors. Like, that's no rivalry. Hey, like, they own you from 2019. That's the only thing that they have. But, like, come on. They're not our rivals. Like, a rival is, like, the Lakers, maybe. Like, I don't know who else you could rival yeah. the Warriors. Well, Rockets, back with Harden. Here's the thing is, the Warriors' rivals aren't really necessarily, like, teams. It's more players. 
it's the Warriors versus Harden. It's the Warriors versus LeBron. It's the Warriors versus KD, honestly, even though he's on your team. That's true. It's the Warriors versus Westbrook. So, like, it's hard to name a team. Like, you could obviously say Warriors-Cavs because we saw that final matchup for, like, four years in a row. Yeah. But no one on the Cavs right now really has bad blood with the Warriors. That's true. I don't think the fan bases do. I think it's more just the LeBron fans that have that out for you. Mm-hmm. It's so, kind of the only one they have right now as a team is the mm-hmm. Grizzlies, right? Yeah, we definitely the Grizzlies. happened on uh, Christmas yeah. exactly, exactly a month ago because mm-hmm. they're playing tomorrow on the 25th. Yeah. So. That'll be a great game to watch a lot of. Maybe Shannon Sharp will show up for you guys. Maybe. maybe <laughs> Probably not. Distract uh, Dylan Brooks, right? The regular yeah. pedestrian. Uh, yeah. Shannon Sharp, right? <laughs> yeah. But there's some good games in here. Um, the You obviously got the Lakers-Clippers to, uh, and Celtics-Heat, two iconic rivalries Celtics to lead Heat, off the, the matchups tonight. Um, Celtics, sadly, will be down a lot of players again. Jalen Brown, Al Horford. Um, Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon all out. So it's going to be the Tatum show tonight. Yeah, he could go for 50. You already, you already know it. Maybe even 60. We'll see. We'll see. Huh? I hope. He might have one of those nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one to highlight is the the Mavericks and Suns. You know, Luca always... Luca and his Suns. Getting those Suns. <laughs> that was one of the best performances ever, like in the playoffs by a team, I feel like, just blowing them out game, game seven. Yeah. Because they always say, you know, like, you never know what it can happen game seven and just for them to just totally pounce on the Suns that'll be forever in history for me one of the greatest games ever changed the course of history I think because if the Suns make it to that series then who knows what's gonna happen with the Warriors the Warriors still That's probably true. win but you don't look at Luka Doncic the same if yeah. he doesn't win that series as we do right now yeah he definitely was carrying and he, he did an insane, accomplished an insane, insane feat mm-hmm. last year. Um, but yeah, those are some of the rivalries we have. We're excited for them. They last from now until Saturday. So mm-hmm. it's, yep, like they said, rivalry week. So, um, But we also want to talk about what recently happened uh, in the NBA. Trades are starting to go down. Um, the first one being Rui Hachimura to the Lakers. What did you think about that? Um, yeah, it's definitely surprising to me um, because the Wizards front office seemed to be implying that they were going to try and keep Rui and try and trade Kuzma because obviously Kuzma is the most value. And it seemed inevitable that after the season that Kuzma didn't really want to stick around. So what this trade really tells me is that the Wizards have belief that Kuzma will stick around after this year. Yeah. They've recently reported that Kuzma is untouchable now. The Wizards won't look to trade him. So unless someone comes in with a bigger package than what they were expecting, I uh, expect Kuzma to stick around there. But come this offseason, if they lose Kuzma and they just trade to Rui for three second-round picks, then... Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. yeah. None, so it's going to be dim for the Wizards to see what comes this offseason. But I think they're really just chokeholded by the Bradley Beal contract. I think... That's true. They're kind of... In hindsight, they had to give it to him because Bradley Beal's Mr. Loyalty. They had to keep him around. He was he is the Wizards right now. But yeah. from pure value of what he gives you and the money you're paying him and what it does to your roster, it's, it's kind of rough for the Wizards right now. Yeah, it's kind of like, I would say, like the uh, Russell Westbrook kind of contract, mm-hmm. right, where they gave him a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. because he was good and because he did so much. But then, you know, later down the road, you know, when he's – He's older, he's played a lot, he's going to get injured, yeah. or injured, but 
like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, what's happening with the Wizards, um, if they're going to tank the rest of the season, try to go for Wemby, or, or if they're just going to stay a mid-team. We'll see what happens. But I was surprised the Lakers went for Rui, um, mm. because they already have, like, when, hel- when AD's healthy, they already have enough big um, presence down there. Um, what they really need is shooting. Well, that's what Rui gives them. Rui is almost yeah. a 40% catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He'll be oh. one of the best shooters on the Lakers. Okay. So people don't really look at him as a shooter, but in the past couple of years, he's been exactly what LeBron is going to need, is someone to stand on the wing and catch-and-shoot. And his defense has been passable. So I think putting AD and Rui on the lineup would be really effective for LeBron because they'll space the floor, and LeBron with a full head of steam can either just take the layup or kick out to AD and LeBron. As the two bigs on the court, that will be, I think the Lakers' uh, offense will take another step with Rui. Yeah. But the Lakers still, fans are still, they're thinking, oh, we're contenders, we're going to win it they're now. Not, no, they're not contenders. He's still a role player. Yeah, yeah. And I think the Lakers need to, to find, you know, like a Bogdanovich kind of mm-hmm. shooter to add to their team if they're going to be contenders this year. Yeah, 100%. And big things need to turn around for them, too. They just can't just add these players and hope, you know, the chemistry fits right in. They're going to have to work for it. And we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Lakers. I think it is surprising to see the Lakers kind of want to hold on to these two first-round picks. Obviously, they're going to be valuable. um, But the way I look at teams on holding on to the first-round picks is if you have a team that's good enough to win a championship this year, you should want to push all your chips in to win this year. And yeah. if you're confident that this that same roster can compete again next year, then you should have no hesitation to trade that first-round pick next year. Because, Especially when you have LeBron on your team. Yeah, because <laughs> if you have a solid rotation, then you're going to – that rookie's not going to play anything. So you're basically saying, no, we're not going to be as good as we can be right now, so our G League can be better next year. That really doesn't make any sense to me. I understand it's 2027, so it's four years out, so I can – Understand the Lakers a little bit because you don't even know LeBron's going to be in the team then. Mm-hmm. But all these other teams who are hesitant to trade a first-round pick for a good role player, it's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, it's like just pick one or the other, right? If you're going to mm-hmm. like go for young players, mm-hmm. then you know trade away your players, right? Yeah. Trade away your stars. But if you're not, like utilize the time that you have left with your stars, like LeBron and AD, mm-hmm. And surround them with the best talent you can. And I think that needs to go for the Lakers. That needs to go for the Warriors. All these title contending teams. Yeah. They need to, you know, actually go in on these players that are available. Like the Jay Crowders. Like the Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon would be a great fit for the he Lakers. Would. I think Rui does a lot of similar things to him. He's just younger. So I think that's why he went with him. Yeah. But I think he does. Eric Gordon should not be in the Rockets right now. He doesn't no. really do anything for them. No. Um, but he should... Some teams should be able to sell and, and grab him for cheap. But I think that's what Brad Stevens does really well for the Celtics. Since he took the reins over from Danny Ainge, he hasn't drafted in the first round. Yeah, He's traded away that pick every year, whether that was shedding off Kemba Walker's contract or to go get Malcolm Brogdon or get Derek White. He knows that the site that the team needs to win now. And yeah. there's no point bringing these rookies to not play when you're trying to win now. Yeah, or even Gallinari, even though he hasn't played lately. Yeah. You know, like, he recognizes that my team is good. Mm-hmm. I can make them better if I trade away my picks. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, save it down the road. Like, I can worry about that when that happens, when I'm not a championship-caliber team. 
but but like when you are, you have to capitalize on it, and you have to do everything, and you have to put all your chips on the table. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can see teams do that because that would be more excitement yeah. in the league and more you know confusion. Okay. But one more thing on the Rui Hachimura trade though. Did you yeah. see the reports of what the other trade was gonna be for him? I saw that there was like a three team yeah. like the Suns. The and Suns Hills. and the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. So what it was gonna be was the Bucks were gonna get Jay Crowder, okay. the Suns are gonna get Rui Hachimura, and the Wizards are gonna get two or three first round second round picks. Hmm. So shout out the Wizards for not doing that deal. Bucks with Jay Crowder sounds kinda scary, especially if they don't really give up anything. That's the true. Suns getting Rui, that doesn't really make any sense to me. But like the Bucks with Jay Crowder yeah. Please no. So yeah. thank you, Wizards, for not doing that. That would be pretty scary, even though he doesn't play all season. Yeah. So you don't know what to expect from him. Yeah. But speaking of trades and teams that are kind of trying to trade away their players, one player on the Rockets, he w- went off last night, Jalen Green. Um, he dropped 42, I believe, on mm-hmm. the T-Wolves. And looks like our prediction for the T-Wolves not making the play-in. You know, if they keep losing these, these hey. games... I said they would make the play-in. I thought they were going to lose in the play-in. You thought it was, okay. Yeah. Okay, my, my hot take was, like, not even make the play-in. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what I happens. think they're going to be, like, a 9-10 seed or an 8 seed and, and lose in the play-in. Yeah. <laughs> but the Rockets, they really have no business winning this game. But their young guys decide, you know what? Screw it. We're going to win. Um, yeah. I think the most impressive part about Jalen Green dropping 42 was he did it only 35 minutes. So he wasn't really out there the whole game. It was spread out between a bunch of players. They had uh, six players in double digits. Um, Alfred Sangoon had another great game, 21-7-7. So their young guys are getting those reps. They're getting the minutes, and they're getting the skills they need to, in a couple years, be a real threat. Yeah, and I think they'll continue to pull off little wins here and there and upset some teams. So, like, the West, like we we say, it's so sporadic. Mm -hmm. You know, from the 13th to the... Three seed, you have six six games, six and a half games. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy, pretty wild. We'll see if the Lakers and maybe the Trailblazers jump, or and the T Wolves or Jazz kind of slip down some more. The Warriors, mm-hmm. man, they're not even five hundred. That's still kind of annoying, but hopefully we can turn around soon. Did you, yeah. Did you see uh, Steph's new haircut? I did. He looks good. He cut it off. I you like know, it. You know what happened last time? You cut it off. You went for like a tear. So hopefully we'll see that again because we don't play you guys anymore, so I'm fine with it. That's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, so shout out to uh, Jalen Green. He's been a beast. He's honestly been so far the best player from that draft class. Um, Kay Cunningham, I think, is a better player overall, but he just hasn't played. So got to give Jalen Green the flowers right now. For sure, for sure. And yesterday, we have to remember Clay's 37. That was insane. Every time I watch that thing, it's so sick. Like, off the dribble, pull up, his defense leading to yeah. his own shots, like an alley-oop, he dunked that. It was crazy. And for you guys that don't know what he's talking about, it was a couple years ago today that Clay Thompson dropped 37 points I in think one it was quarter. eight years ago. It was eight that long ago? It was a while ago. They still had David Lee. Wow. Yeah. That's a throwback. He must have been young then. He was young, yeah. But 37 a quarter, I'm not sure if any player will ever break that again. He's on so. pace for like 100 points in the game, over 100 points, 120-something. <laughs> Hashtag so, Booker Logic. <laughs> Hashtag Booker Logic. We may do an episode just on that one day, but Maybe. we'll get into that later. We're talking about the Suns. But yeah. 
Yeah, every time, every time I watch that, I don't think it'll ever be repeated. And Clay, he is scary when he's hot. Like other players, they get hot, but like Clay, like it's just insane. Yeah, like he is in the zone. Talk about the zone. Yeah, there's the thirty-seven points a quarter Clay. There's a just signed a toaster Clay. Game six Clay. There's so many good Captain Clay's. Clay. Yeah. There's all the all the Clays. We love them all. Yeah, Karen Clay from the finals this last year. <laughs> or the Clay impersonator that got. Oh yeah, out. the guy snuck into the arena. Yeah. That guy's the best Clay. That's a uh, shame that they kicked him out. Like, can you just say like, hey, like, just don't do it again, like. Yeah. Like he was iconic. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's bringing good media to the NBA, so like, they overreacted for sure. For sure. Um, speaking of threes and, and Clay, the Kings, the Sacramento Kings, set. A record for most threes in a quarter. Yeah. I think it was 12, right? Yeah, they started out 10 for 10, just light shooting the lights out, which honestly is not surprising. They got a lot of really good shooters over there. Yeah. Um, so Harrison Barnes had like five, and mm-hmm. then Keegan Murray had, uh, I think, four or something, and then the rest it was like kind of spread out, but they they totally walloped, uh, who was it? Was it the Grizzlies? Uh, yeah, it was the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, yeah. They just... They just came in and just rained on them. Yeah, beat by 33, which the Grizzlies were one of the hottest teams in the league. They won, like, 11 straight. Now they lost two in a row. Yeah. So, shout out to the Kings, man. You better the watch, beam team. You better watch out, Grizzlies. They're only three and a half back. Also, you want a, you want a fun fact? So, you um, know that the Grizzlies have the beam, right? Or the, the Kings. The Kings have the beam, yes, yeah. my bad. What do the, do um, the Grizzlies have? Something? No, so they don't. So, <laughs> someone from the Kings put the beam on Google Maps. And they no. listed it as a place of worship. And it has 99 five-star reviews already. No way. Wait, it's is a, there like a comment on it that like describes it? I haven't looked at it personally, but I just saw that tweet about it. And I thought it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. That has to be hilarious. <laughs> fans, you guys are iconic. Keep it up. That's amazing. Yeah. You guys have definitely deserved like some wins like, mm. and, and to be in the playoffs. You got you guys. I'll have to give it to you, Kings fans, for for hanging in there all those years. With back the few of you left, but yeah. you guys are you guys are beasts. Back with Boogie and what, Tyree Evans, oh, yeah. Jimmer Fredette, really Ray Jarmondo for a little bit, <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. Oh, the goat. <laughs> yeah, but that's a shout out to the Kings. Great game. Um, just looking around the league for a couple other things. The Suns are out looking for improvements. They are starting to, in their own words, assess their future without Chris Paul, which basically means Chris Paul is old. Um, and he still gets injured. Yeah. So the, the three names they're looking at is Terry Rozier, Fred Van Vliet, and uh, Emmanuel Quickly. All pretty good point guards. All Quickly is a younger option. I think he would pair better with Devin Booker. But Rozier and Van Vliet are better to play now. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, realistically, they'd probably get Rozier. Just because mm-hmm. the Hornets are trying to tank, yeah, and I don't think I don't think the Raptors will get rid of Van Vliet just because of like his contract, the way he's done so far. Does, did he sign a contract or not? No, yet? not yet. He's a free agent next year. Okay, this so I mean, he still has his his potential suitors, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't think he's playing terrible. I think the Clippers are interested in him. The the Heat, obviously, the Heat are interested in everyone. So I I don't think that the Raptors would trade him. I think they just keep him the rest of the season just to. Pay their dues. I think the Raptors do. I think, think they trade him or they trade uh, Pascal Siakam. They all these say players that, who that are OG and Siakam are off limits. I didn't see that. Yeah, they say that. They but say then that. There was a report saying that OG had a mystery team 
offer three first round picks. Wow. Which I mean, if they offer that, and they didn't say yes already. They're crazy. Does, yeah. Um, but the Raptors, they got a lot of good pieces, but they're just not meshing very well. Yeah. So I think the Raptors could go on a selling streak this this deadline, and we could see a lot of their pieces move because yeah. I like a lot of their pieces. Yeah, I mean, Van Vliet's a proven player. Like he's, you know what he can do. Mm-hmm. You just don't know if he's going to be able to keep that up or if this year is kind of just a, a fluke. Yeah. But yeah, I think Rozier. I don't know about quickly. I don't know if the Knicks would just give him up. It depends on how if they can get like a first rounder or two. Yeah. Or I think the Knicks are more. Interested in developing Quentin Grimes. Yeah. Um, so they got a lot of players that are just on the roster and they're not playing. Like Derrick Rose isn't playing. They um, they probably will trade him. Yeah, they'll I trade think. him. And then the French guy, what's his name? Um, Evan Fournier. Fournier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fournier. I remember yeah. when that offseason they stole him and Kevin uh, Kemba Walker from the Celtics. Yeah. There was like, oh, Celtics in shambles. You got your best players. You're not even playing either of them now. You traded Kemba for. You paid someone to take him again. Yeah, you dumped so, him off. Knicks fans, back off. You guys are always losers. Yeah, you guys, you guys always will try and get you know a star, but yeah. you say you that you say that you will, right? Yeah, they say it, but they never do. I mean, Brunson, like that was the best you could do. Like he's Which, great. props to Brunson. He's playing well. Props to Julius Randle, but that was more an L on the Mavs part yeah. for not resigning him. But. Well, they didn't even get a chance. Yeah. So. They they the the Knicks took the L with Donovan Mitchell. I felt like that was a for sure deal. Yeah. He was gonna go there, but nope. And yeah. look what you missed out on seventy points in the game, right? Or seventy one. Yeah. Make sure it's about uh, Booker. Yes, sir. Another Booker shade moment. Uh, <laughs> but um, then we got Mo Bamba is available for trade now. I think the Magic really just waiting for Jonathan Isaac to come back, and now that he has looked good and he's passed all the physical tests to come back. Um, I think it's time to pass, move on Mobamba. Bull Bull kind of stole his role in the in the rotation, um, yeah. so I think he's one of those players that teams should be willing to shed a first round pick for. I think he's capable. I think he can impact the team right now, and he can help you win games. So yeah. I I think teams should be looking at Mobamba and be willing to pay a first round pick. I wonder if uh, the Warriors are on that that radar. Uh, they need a big man, and we were talking about Purtle Purtle. Mm-hmm. And how he doesn't really play too much. I think we both agree he's a little overrated. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would be. I mean, he would he would work okay with the Warriors, like the yeah. system. But like, they need someone that that can yeah. have a presence now. For the price that the Spurs are asking for Pirtle, and I understand the Spurs are probably just not playing him much to keep him healthy and keep his trade value high. But I'm not paying two first round picks for him when oh, I no. get Mo Bamba for maybe a protective first. Yeah. So. You gotta find those values in the market and find those teams that are willing to shed off those former lottery players for cheap now. Mm-hmm. And another one, final one that kind of is happening right now is the Clippers. They're looking for someone because John Wall has been out, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get Paul George and Kawhi healthy again, playing together consistently. And so they're they're looking for a trade, but they're not willing to give up Trey Trey Mann, mm-hmm. um, yeah. supposedly. Now, I I have a fond thought for the Clippers just because, you know, enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So, Clippers hating the Lakers. I like following them because they trash talk the Lakers. Um, but all the Clippers, like, fans that I follow and, and, and listen to, they're always talking about how Trey Mann, all these players, like, if the right deal is there, they would give them up. And I think I would agree with them. Yeah. Uh, I think Trey Mann's good, but when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on your team, um, you've got to – 
try to win championship now. And I don't think Trey Mann fits that roster very well. Um, but the Clippers are just kind of in an awkward position where they need to make a move. Something's not working, but they're I, still winning games. I feel like they've never had a true point guard because once they got rid of Chris Paul, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, they had Bledsoe. Yeah, Patrick Beverly. Beverly, like, they're not... They're not your mm-hmm. like starting point guards on yeah. a championship team. Yeah. Like you're not gonna start him. Mm-hmm. You you need to go get out a star. So yeah. the Clippers are a very deep team, but like the depth as they go down isn't as good. So they need to kind of consolidate that depth into some really good players. Like the and the Clippers front office does a great job. The trade they did last year for Robert Covington and Powell, um, Powell yeah. was amazing. They fleeced the Trailblazers. You can't expect. Uh, Tell me otherwise. Yeah. So they, they, I'm sure they'll make a trade and they'll do a good job and they'll improve the roster. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. Maybe they go after Van Vliet or someone. That'd be exciting. I, I think Terry was here fit in well in that original yeah. roster. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, I think that kind of does it, right, for for the league and what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Let's want to talk about just the KD is out for another two weeks probably, but That's true. it's positive signs. He's starting to. Uh, revamp his workouts on the court so he should be back and he's not going to want to play in the all-star game so I'm sure he'll be back before then but some key matchups he's going to miss he's not going to play against the Celtics again which sucks I want to see him play the Celtics him and Tatum is always a good matchup mm-hmm. but one fun thing is that he's he's going to miss the net, next uh, Lakers-Nets matchup so that means we're not going to be able to see him versus LeBron again the last time we saw him play was in 2018 Wow. So it's been almost five years since we've seen KD and LeBron play. That's wild. I've never, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so it's kind of depressing. That, that's a great matchup. We saw in the finals for two years in a row. And before that, in the Thunder and the Heat. So an iconic matchup. We've just been kind of robbed on because of injuries for the past five years. And it kind of sucks to see he's probably not going to play in that game. Yeah. I don't know about any other uh, injuries that are happening. Like, uh... Do you know what the deal is with Smart? How long he'll be out? Yeah, luckily it's just a, a sprained ankle, I think, a high ankle sprain. So yeah. I'm sure they're just being cautious. And it's a back-to-back, and it's on the road. So he'll, I'm sure he'll be back before the All-Star game, but it's yeah. just being cautious. Yeah, besides that, I don't know who else is injured. Lamelo. The Hornets just don't want to play him. He's out. Yeah, there's not very many injuries across the league. AD is coming back. He should be back That's next true. week. Uh, or even this week, I think. I think they said he could play against the Celtics on Saturday. That would be so, that would be good. See him back for a good back. matchup. See him and Rui how they play together. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be fun. Well, um, let's get into our our bets. We finally mm-hmm. got a dub for once. I know. I kind of got smacked last week. Not gonna lie. You kind of did. Let me let me look. I only won one game, if I remember correctly. Let's see, because I got the match. Shout out the Hawks. Magic Mavs, yeah, you got the Hawks. The Hawks own the Knicks. Trey Young is owns the Knicks. Warriors, Spurs, Nets, Nuggets, Lakers. Yep. So you, we're only trying to eight and one. We were eight and one. I didn't get swept though. I didn't get swept. Only if in Utah we could bet real money, I would have. You would have made a pretty penny that day. (laughs) After all my L's. Yeah. But let's just go down the list. So I guess do I start? I never. You get to start now. Yeah, you get the winner. So we have the Bulls and the Pacers. Um, the Bulls are playing in Indiana, and they're favored by two. Halliburton's still injured. Um, the Pacers have lost a lot of games in a row, I think like seven or something. Mm-hmm. But the Bulls, uh, they're, they're two favorite. Is anyone injured? De- DeMar DeRozan? 
Yeah. And there's a possibility they always switch it up on us, but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll take the, the Bulls on that one. Yeah. I'm fine with that. The Pacers are a young, scrappy team. I'll take it. Um, but the, the next team, the game that's going on is Cavs at Knicks. So, as we talking before, Dalvin Mitchell gets another chance to kind of slap around the Knicks from not trading for him. The Cavs are minus three and a half point favorites. I don't even know if Dalvin Mitchell is playing this game, but I think the Cavs will win easily. I'm taking the Cavs. Yeah, let me see their injuries. Donovan Mitchell remains out. Well, well, no, it says he's likely likely to play. Oh, he wants to beat them. He wants that so, revenge. So I, I think that's a good pick. Even if he's not out, I think that they would still yeah. go into New York. Um, so hopefully, hopefully I win that one. Luckily, I don't know. Uh, third one: Celtics at Heat. Dang, you don't get to pick your Celtics unless I, know, I give it to you. There's a lot of injuries. <laughs> I'll be nice. I'll give it to you. There's a lot of injuries. <laughs> the Heat need to bounce back. It's at Miami. Four I and appreciate it. I'll give you I appreciate it. If I had to cheer for the Heat, I would probably feel yeah. enough to be no, nice. No, yeah. It's rivalry. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I still think the Celtics have a good chance of winning that. I think Tatum, like you said, can go off. Um, he still has Robert Williams in the lineup. He's coming back after a missing last game because of an injury. So... The Celtics still haven't lost this year, Robin Williams, when he starts, so just saying. Okay, okay. I think the Celtics still got a good shot. Keep the streak. But then we got the, the Nuggets at Pelicans. Uh, the Nuggets are one-point favorites on the road. The Nuggets should be hopefully fully healthy. I'm actually not sure if Jokic is going to play uh, this tonight. Um, but the Pelicans are also dealing injuries. Zion's still out. I'm pretty sure Brandon Ingram's still out. So uh, every time we do this, Nicholas I regret. day today. Yeah. So so even without him, I regret every time I don't pick the Nuggets. They always burn me. So I gotta pick the Nuggets. That's true, and it's a it's a low spread, only yeah, only one point. So it's a good pick. Um, we have the Wizards at Mavericks, and the Mavericks are seven and a half favorites. Mm-hmm. So they're expecting a big game from Luca. I think I'll just I think I'll ride that. I think Luca will go off. I think they'll. Blow them out. That's fair. The Wizards, no one knows what's going to be happening at the locker room after the trade. They may be looking around and be like, what are we doing? Yeah. And maybe questioning themselves give, a little give bit. Give the ball to none. Or, you know, they could come out and be like, no, we didn't want Rudy anyways. Let's go. Let's, let's ball out. So They could be hyped. Who knows? I know talking Wizards fans when they did the Dimity trade, I was like, like that's kind of rough. But then you look back and you're like, oh, yeah. Montres Harrell and Sensor Dimity never really fit in that locker room. And so they really enjoyed them not being there, and they played better without them. Yeah. So sometimes it's just a chemistry thing. No, I think that trade, you're talking about like Dinwiddie and Porzingis, mm-hmm. I think that trade really worked out for both teams because, yeah. you know, you had the Mavericks, they were, you know, get, trying to get rid of Porzingis at all costs. Yeah. And then, then they got back someone who could dribble and score mm-hmm. and Dinwiddie, and the Wizards got a, you know, Porzingis, you know. He's been playing well. He he's a good uh, you know he, fourth option or something. He could. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's a hot day. He's definitely not a two option. I, I think on a bad team he could be a two option and well, make him a five hundred team. He is on a bad team, right? He is the two option, right? Yeah. Well, it's arguably between him and Kuz because Beal's missed some time. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Porzingis is a good player. I think he could, could honestly be an all star this year. If he's picked as being an all star, I wouldn't be mad. Interesting. But enough talk about this. We talked about a lot today. Um, we have the Hornets at Suns for the next game. 
Suns are minus six favorites. This is a hard one because the Suns, they, they got their players back. They got Cam Johnson back. Chris Paul played. So they're finally starting to get healthy again. But they tend to crumble moments like that. But it's the Hornets. It's the I Hornets. can't pick the Hornets. I'm going to go with the Suns. I think that's an easy dub there. And this is only six. Come on. That's a yeah. low low number. Well, it's because the like, Suns like the joke. They should be like 12. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, last but not least, you have the, the Battle of the Crypto.com Arena. It's right? Staples Center. Screw Staples that. Center. <laughs> Clippers at, at the Lakers. Remember, they're going to yeah. share the same stadium, but it's going to be purple and, and gold. I, I don't know, man. Those Lakers fans, I, they'll probably come to watch. Uh, yeah. It's Rui if he plays. True, true. If he got on the plane. And, you know, here he's there, right? Yeah, I think, I think he awesome. is, yeah. But Clippers are five favorites at Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'll take the Lakers. That's a good pick. I probably would have gone to the Lakers too. But, you know, the Clippers haven't lost to the Lakers in a long time. So Tyron Lue kind of has LeBron's number. They kind of feel slighted that he didn't get the job um, back when they had Frank Vogel. So yeah. um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers kind of take it to him. So I yeah. that. Kawhi and, and Paul George, are they healthy? I think so. I think they are, yeah. They're playing together. It's consistent, exciting. Consistent games, too. Exciting. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of it for today. Um, mm-hmm. we, we should have a great week, like we said, rivalry week. Yeah. Um, more to come on, on Friday. Yeah, on Friday we'll have the, the All-Star starters released. They come out on Thursday. Um, and then we should be able to talk about that and some of the big games coming up. So should have a fun pod for you on Friday. All right. Well, thank you for listening again. This is Four Wins in June. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.